Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Ramble. Hey guys, it's your co-host Remy Cruz and Alicia Marie, and you're listening to Pretty Basic. Hey Rem. Hi Loshi. <laughs> actually, that made me think about something. We've never actually really talked about like Lotion Rome, our name I development. We, we did, but I feel like when we first launched our podcast, we were very careful about talking about our nights out and our <laughs> our drinking and anything like that. And we were just we were just really weary of it. We're now we're very more we're more so open with it. Yeah. So I had the idea we should actually go back, re-listen <laughs> to a few episodes, and now we can kind of further explain certain things that we were very vague with. Oh, I like that idea. You know what I mean? I love that. We'd idea. be like, you know, when they don't know. So I think that'd be funny. We can, or maybe for our YouTube channel. Ooh. Yeah, in case you guys didn't know, we have been expanding the Pretty Basic YouTube channel. We're going to be dropping new videos every other week. And not only are we going to, but like we already filmed it, aka so we're, not like, <laughs> we're not just like saying it. We're not just like, we're not just talking about what we've done yeah. in the past. We promise. And the content is good. No, yesterday we actually had a really fun filming day and it was so cute because I don't know. We just like filmed a few really awesome videos. Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot to film on this the one that I was supposed to do this That's morning. That's okay. It'll happen. It happens every morning. Anyways, so we're really excited for that. So definitely go subscribe. It's coming out. We're still trying to figure out the exact uploading schedule only because we don't want to overcommit and say we're going to upload every single day and then not upload every single day. However, as of now, we actually have a lot of banked content because we even have the season two teaser vlog that I was editing last night. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, shoot, we could technically upload more than like what we were thinking. Because at first we were thinking every other week. Yeah. Well, I guess, I, I guess that's But we have good. a lot. So we maybe lot. we'll do more. Who knows? Maybe we'll get crazy. Maybe it's like guaranteed every other week. And then like we'll just throw another throw one in, in whenever there. we have them. I love that though. Yeah. But I we mean, do have a lot enough. of content right now. So definitely get excited for that. And even last night, Rem and I were texting. It was so cute. We were both just saying how... We were so excited Mm -hmm. and it reminded me of when we first started a pretty basic and obviously with the season two launch, it reminded us of the first initial launch and Mm -hmm. how excited we were to promo. And I feel like it's just a good reminder, you know, to like take a step back and love what we do and appreciate it. Like you saying you had a moment yesterday. Yeah, I went to the bathroom at one point and we filmed it at my office. So everybody was like out in the little like 
living room area, essentially. And I heard everyone just like talking about like ne the next video we're going to do and all these things. And I had this moment where I was like, wow, we're so lucky to be able to do this as a job. Like the, we're, we're working right now and I got to do your makeup and like make a video. <laughs> of it. Like that's so fun. It was so, no, I totally agree. So if you want to see what she, uh, her makeup. I did that a she pretty did good job. I have Honestly, to say. I think even Ashley <gasps> was like, "Oh, I like your eyeshadow." <laughs> and TK all day was like, "Oh, like your makeup looks good." I Mark was like, "Jacob sequins, ladies, <laughs> get it? It's so good." But yeah, so that was yesterday. I had a good day. I feel like I went to sleep with a smile on my face. Oh, we love those days. I had a. Today is my last day being 24 years old. <gasps> Tomorrow's your birthday. Thank God. Actually, no, I'm scared for 25 to be fully honest. I think I might have just scarred you because my 25th year was rough. Every friend I have, though, all my girlfriends, all my guy friends are always like this. I feel like nothing happens nothing to them. Nothing ever happens. Ever. Ever. But I feel like all my girlfriends, their 25th year was like the worst year but also like the best year but just like really really bad the, the only th I I truly do feel though I feel like both of us just went through our like shitty time together yeah and I happened to be 25 I think you 23 was like my 25th I, I year think I think 23 was kind of your True. 25th year we're hoping knock on some wood right now I you know, know what I, I mean just, I need it to be a good one we need to be I think it will be a good one I know I really truly feel like it'll be really good and you're gonna be that one statistic that says no 25 was <laughs> the one, the one, one ever. The point zero one percent that says 25 was a great year. Uh, it's got to be a good year. I had my fitting yesterday. We're throwing a birthday party. I'm, I'm throwing it at Alicia's house. You know what? After Remchella last year, which if you did not know, Rem threw an, a, a huge birthday party themed Coachella, but obviously Remchella. Rem um, obviously. There was like a four-part series on your yeah, YouTube channel. It was called... Um, Road to Ramchella. I'm still proud the of that. The drama with the stripper. That, oh my <laughs> god. No stripper. I've like I've begged everyone no strippers this year, please. We've already talked about that. Please go listen to the past episode. <sighs> we'll try to link it in the show notes. But I still can't believe that. Happened. I can't believe that you really thought all of your friends knew that you hated them when all of your friends booked it thinking you would love it. I can't <laughs> believe I told a stripper no means no in front of everyone. Threw, yeah. It was awkward. But was basically yeah. this year I'm throwing a party. We're doing like a pregame at Alicia's house. It's going to be really fun. I can't throw one in my apartment because my neighbors are really annoying. So, but understandably, so I don't want to throw a party Also there. more room, you I know. Get it. Yeah, yeah. So we're throwing a party at hers. Then we're taking a party bus to the club. But what's really funny is as big of a party as this is, this is me really not caring about my birthday. You know what's funny is I think this will probably be your best birthday yet because you're not caring and you're not doing a huge yacht. I hope so. <laughs> so I was originally going to do a repeat. My 22nd year, I did a yacht and invited like 75 people. And it was so fun. I feel like it went down in YouTube history as like an iconic birthday party. But at the same time, I've learned with big parties the whole time and me being a two on the Enneagram scale, I just worry that everyone else is not having a fun time and that I truly don't enjoy the party myself. So I decided this year... I was going to maybe do it. And then I was like, I don't know. Also, I, again, I'm trying to save my money for like other things that I want to do. So I decided to do something a little smaller, which I know is still a big party. But I was just calling my aunt on the way here. And I'm supposed to have dinner with my family tonight to celebrate my birthday. And she was like, I'm not sure if like we're going to be able to make it. I'm so sorry. I was like, no, like I really don't care. I promise. Like I don't really care what I do with my for my birthday at all this year. Like I don't know what's coming over me because usually my birthday is like a month long thing yeah. and I like play it up every day, every hour I can. This year I don't care at all. Like I wish I could just like sit at home with Daisy and I'd be fine. But she said, 
it's because I'm getting older and I'm just more comfortable in the life that I'm living right now. Yeah. And I don't feel like it needs to be a big show or like, I'm more excited to just like hang out with our friends this weekend and like just do a thing, even though I'm making everyone wear black where I wear a pink sparkly dress, but still like, it's just a fun like gathering rather than all about me. Yeah. And when you get older and mature and wise, <laughs> your priorities change, you know, yeah. like, I think then you probably wanted the entire the world show. to know you wanted like 200 people invited, blah, 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 blah. Where mm -hmm. now, you know, you realize, I, I don't know. You just, I guess that could be a wedding thing too. Maybe like a quaint thing versus like a yeah, big show. And also show. you want to be able to talk to the people like for the yacht party. I mm -hmm. know for a fact you went and like, you probably barely said hi to half the people and you probably felt stressed because you barely talked to anyone yeah. where of course all of us are aware of that. But like, when there's only so many people and it's your closest friends, it's different. So I totally get that. I love it. Oh my God. Well, don't worry. I'm sure we'll have a full on episode. <laughs> breaking it down. Breaking down everything. You'll see the snaps. You'll see everything. I really hope we bring the paddles that we use. Oh yeah, we in need to. The game. I'll pack them in a bag. <laughs> no biggie. Okay. Well, that's been going on with me. Anything interesting happening, happened to you this um, week? Actually, I have a really quick story that like literally is hilarious. And I really wish I actually put this on my Insta story. So the other day I had training and after after I, while I'm driving to training, I realize, oh, I need gas. What do I do? So I'm like, it's fine. I'll be fine. You know, I've I've pushed Henry, my Nissan Sentra, quite far at points, and I know when we're like really physically pushed. Or no, just, no, 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 oh, no. Okay, okay. I I know when. <laughs> although insert think of me literally pushing my car right now <laughs> I just know you know when it says it's out of gas but like you know for a fact like you have an extra there's six a reserve tank. there's a reserve tank and yeah. I've looked it up there's six extra miles on a Nissan uh, <laughs> 2011 Sentra <laughs> so I know well we were getting pretty close to the extra reserve right and mm. I'm thinking okay it's fine I'll just get gas after training I find the gas station, I get there and I'm like, whew, not, not only does it not have any bars, it's like, it says distance till empty and it's just flashing. Oh, <laughs> and I'm nice. like, okay. <laughs> she made it though. We made it. I get there and like, I reach for my purse <gasps> and I realize I have, you know, when you have a thought and then you're like, haha, that won't happen. Oh no. And then it happens. I'm oh, like, no. watch, I left my wallet at home. <gasps> I reach in, my wallet is not in my purse. Oh. I sit there. Like, okay, <laughs> I have cash somewhere here. I always have like a little bit of cash in my car. Nope. <laughs> I check every compartment. I'm like, shoot, what do I do? I'm like, okay, okay. Like, they're ha hold on. Like, let's think this through. I'm at the gas station. So like, it's not like I'm stranded, you know, but also I'm very aware if I call AAA, I'm going to be there for hours, yeah. you know? So I'm thinking, okay, I have to have like a $2 bill in here, like something. <laughs> a $2, $2 bill? bill. What's a $2 bill? Do you bill? remember when those were like, people told They're you they'd coveted. be worth millions they, yes. like one day? Yes. I think I have two somewhere at my parents' Imagine house. you found what, a $2 <laughs> bill in your niece. So then I'm thinking, shoot, what do I do? Okay, so then I call Ashley just to kind of talk this through because I knew she was going to Soul Cycle. So I was like, okay, worst, 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 worst case. I'll have to sit here for over an hour, but she can meet me. Or I was like, maybe I have enough gas <laughs> to get to WeHo. <laughs> from Beverly Hills, which you would think not that big of a deal, but it was rush hour. So even though it was like two miles, yeah. it was literally like 20 minutes. So I was like, okay, no, I can't. especially stop and go traffic, you mm -hmm. use so much more gas. So I was, I was stressed and I was like, okay, what do I do? So then <laughs> I call Ash and she's like, okay, like at least you're there, like worst case, like that sucks. Or I was also thinking I could just drive, but then I was like, no, no, I better not drive. So then I'm like, wait, let me go see if they like have Apple Pay <laughs> at the gas station. Oh. So then I like, I'm like, okay, I'll call you back. So then I go in and like, there's this line. So I like, wait. And then finally <laughs> I get up to the front. I'm like, I kind of embarrassed to ask 
like, hi, do you guys do Apple Pay? And he goes, yeah. And I was like, oh, really? <laughs> and I was like, no, but like to fill up my like my tank, not just to like buy a, a candy bar. And he's like, no, yeah. And I was like, oh my God, bless the world. So I'm stoked. I call Ash. I'm like, don't worry about me. I'm Gucci. I'm good. So then. <laughs> oh, there's more? <laughs> yeah, I go. I mean, it's not that bad. I go, my card gets declined. <gasps> and I'm like, I mean, I know I have money there, which also, can we just talk about when your card gets declined? Why is it so embarrassing? You have this feeling of shame when you're like, no, no, like, I promise. Like, I oh my gosh. You don't want people to think you don't have any money. <laughs> like, literally, I just felt, I was like, shoot, of course. So then, long story short, I end up having to call my bank like three times. I'm sitting there. I like, I'm texting my mom, even being like, I like, I just don't know what to do. I'm, I'm here. It has to work out. Finally, I'm there for, I'm not kidding, almost an hour. <laughs> I try like three more times with this guy because I was like, the card's fine. I didn't even get a fraud thing. Yeah. So I don't know what's not working. So finally, like my fourth time going up to the dude to try it. Keep in mind, there's a line every time. So I'm like the girl (laughs) in the so extra hoodie, like just chilling there. It finally works. And then he, he gives me like two thumbs ups. And I'm like, yay. And then I leave. And I was just like, oh my God. Like if anyone wants to know, was it? 7-Eleven, I think it's 7-Eleven. Chevron, Shell. They do Apple Pay. (laughs) We're good. Did you get a full tank or just like a couple dollars worth? The first few times I went up, I sold them just $20. But by the last time I was like, put $40 on the tank. Because I was like, this is Why didn't you like call me? I almost went back to Brad and be like, can I can I have some cash? Yeah, I would have fully done that. I was like, oh my gosh, I need to always make sure I have cash in my car for this exact reason. I do it for like, I I pay so much money to valet and like park everywhere in LA. Yeah. I I, always need cash and I never was used to that until I moved here. uh, Yeah, I forgot about that. That happened to me. It was a moment. And then the whole time I was thinking content, baby content, I should have storied throughout the entire thing. Oh, that a saga. That would have been. Because <laughs> afterwards I was about to say something, but I was like, it would have been so much funnier if like throughout it, I gave updates. I'm like, okay guys, we found Apple Pay. Well, do you remember when DJ Khaled got huge on Snapchat solely because one time he was, he lives in like Miami. So he was riding his jet, jet ski and you can like ride your jet ski from like your house to like. Oh yeah. Cause everyone lives. Big Sean's house. Yeah. yeah. Whoever like lives in that area. And he got lost in the middle <laughs> of the ocean, but was Snapchatting his whole, like, I don't know where I am. Like, I don't know where to go, but he's just like in the middle of the ocean on a jet ski alone. Wait, I had no idea. And he Snapchatted the whole thing and it was so That's funny. So, it's, I need to think more. in those like situations, 99% of the time you go, you're like you're gonna be fine yeah. you know what I mean oh, so you would have been fine that's funny I need to do that more often but yeah that actually did happen to me now that I think about it I would have performed a tap show like a tap dance show and like put my hat down for money <laughs> yeah, in the parking literally lot. I was like okay what options do we have <laughs> posted a quick foot pic overnight becomes a singer <laughs> <laughs> opens my trunk for donations imagine like I pulled up to the gas station to like fill up my tank too like hey literally just sitting there <laughs> Well, I'm glad that you're okay and you made it home. Yeah. Ooh, let's see what else happened. Oh, I actually watched the Taylor Swift documentary. Did you watch it? Oh, I I did a little bit. Not the full thing. Uh, I loved it. I think she's so cute. She's so... Like, I forgot how much I love her and her music because I... Like, 1989 was my freaking... Yeah, you love that one. That was such a good one. But watching the documentary, I weirdly really really related to her really on so many obviously here's the thing taylor swift is like 
way up there. <laughs> oh, she is the mecca. She is. They the, called her like. What did they say in the movie? There or the documentary? Oh, like she is. The she music. is music. Yeah, she's like the, the music industry. industry. Yeah. Oh my god, completely. So you know, obviously, I can only try to relate to her as much as I possibly can. However, there were a lot of things she was saying that I'm not kidding. I said verbatim when I uploaded my stop caring what people think about you video. Wow. I uploaded a video my first week back, top of the year on my main channel. And I kind of just talked about different things of things I've struggled with and things I'm trying to learn and blah, 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 blah. And being a people pleaser is one of those things. And some of the things she said, I was just weirdly relating to. For instance, one of the quotes she said was, when you're living from the approval of strangers, one bad thing can cause everything to crumble. And it made me think of me earlier with YouTube, how I feel like I really had convinced myself that I didn't care what people think about me mm -hmm. and that, oh, I'm just, I don't know. I don't even know how to explain it. I just really felt that way to where when everything did crumble, I realized how much my value and worth and everything was on people praising me or people loving me or following me or saying that, oh, like Alicia is the most real YouTuber or, oh, she's my favorite YouTuber, blah, 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 like that kind of stuff. So when she was sitting there just basically saying how like she didn't know who she was, that was something that was like, whoa, mm -hmm. like I completely understand that. Again, on a very, 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 very different lower scale than hers because I can't imagine. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like that could translate into like a comment section. Like you get one bad completely. comment and that just like completely... And world. I used to do panels all the time saying, don't care about either of the comments because they'll destroy you. So mm -hmm. you can't let the bad affect you, but you also can't let the good affect you. But at that time, that was the prime time I was letting those positive feedbacks and comments and all that stuff still affect me, mm -hmm. even though I was definitely preaching like, don't worry about it. Like, oh, like, I'm not like that. Mm -hmm. um, I'm you know what I mean? Yeah, completely. I forget. I don't know how much you watch, but she also said that. There's this, I never knew this, but apparently there's this stigma around celebrities that the age you become famous, your age freezes. Really? And she said she had to play catch up to 29 because like emotionally, like she just wasn't her. She was kind of like frozen. She like joked about it. She's like, there's this thing that like the, the moment you become a celebrity, you like, you kind of freeze in time. And the fact that she had to play catch up to get back to 20, like a normal, what you would consider 29, like even with politics and all that stuff, she felt like she had to kind of really rush back to get back to that moment. Like freeze in what way, like our perceptive of her, like as an, like a viewer and like a fan or like her own perceptive of herself. I'm not sure exactly what sh she meant, but the way I related it to me. I said perceptive, I meant okay. perspective. <laughs> I thought about it with my own channel and I also felt that way because I felt like a lot of people also like I always knew I had more of a younger vibe to myself but the the growth I've done just from like the past year mm -hmm. I felt like was five years fast forwarded mm -hmm. do you know what I mean mm -hmm. so I I really connected to her on that because I like even me doing high school like back to school videos for six years mm -hmm. like that was in YouTube Alicia's world the, prop, the year that I got, quote, more famous because I started getting more views and you start getting viral millions of millions of views. Mm -hmm. So I kept doing that because that's what people wanted to see. However, I was stunting my own personal growth because I wasn't aging up where she was saying she basically did that Same too. Thing, yeah. And she had to really age back up to 29. So I was thinking like, dang, 
I didn't even realize I was doing that in the moment because at the time people would ask me or I could also see other YouTubers being like, oh, I don't want to do those like lame DIY back to school videos. Mm -hmm. And of course, I was here doing a full on blown series still, you know, Mm -hmm. but at the time I was very I was aware of that, but I didn't let that bother me because I would think, no, like this is what I want to do. This is what I love to do. But looking back now, I'm like, dang, I really didn't even allow myself to grow Mm -hmm. because I just kept going back to what was comfortable and what I thought people wanted to see still living on other people's approval to where it was just such a it was so weird. So I felt I really related to the whole playing catch up. I don't know. She's also I can so tell an Enneagram three. So I feel like that's why we. (laughs) she even said as a child, like she really valued adults approval Mm -hmm. and that was a huge thing like she always wanted people to like her and and I was just like check 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 dang like it makes sense I feel that in so many ways I feel like with the whole thing with a lot of celebrities I don't know why two specific people other than like Taylor Swift for one thing stuck in my head but I always go back to Miley at the VMAs kids was it it couldn't have been the kids choice maybe teen choice I think it was VMAs it was when she when she did the the ice cream poll yeah like I feel like when they want to age up and I feel like we kind of feel it I think it's like one big drastic like performance or press release, like something big that kind of like shakes everybody to like when Miley Cyrus came out with Party in the USA and she was known as being like Miley Stewart and like mm-hmm. Hannah Montana and like cute, like the that whole thing. She performed Party in the USA as the first time as Miley Cyrus yeah. and then rode out on an ice cream cart with a pole yeah. and then like she it wasn't like the headlines crazy. were saying she was pole dancing yes but she literally just like squatted on a pole but everyone's yeah. like oh my god but Everybody's that was like, after that came bangers like and yeah. she was able to like be herself after so it's that. so weird how i mean i'm sure most of it's the press too when you think of celebrities mm-hmm. i can't imagine what they go through but even miley trying to age up but then they put you back in this box of like you at 13 like it's just, it's crazy. Well, I think in a way, like, you not doing back-to-school videos was, like, your way of, like, aging up. And, like, you making that announcement is, like, everyone watching is, like, oh, my God. Like, that was your pull moment. Yeah. Taylor Swift doing the You Need to Calm Down was her moment of, like, finally talking about her political views yeah. that everyone's been asking about for years and she felt like she couldn't talk about. Yeah. Finally, everyone's, like, okay, so now we understand. But it was this big thing that she, like, held back for so long. I also, again, I'm not sure how much you watch, but I really appreciated her opening up about her health journey and her eating disorders and, like, <gasps> all of that. that. You should finish it because she talks about that. And it was so crazy because even looking back to, it was around 1989, she basically said, she was like, I just thought it was normal to want to pass out halfway through <gasps> a set or afterwards feeling so like that. And she's like, we've been down there. We're not going to go back there. And it's so hard. She says she doesn't even look at like hardly any photos of her anymore because she wow. can't. Like, it's just so, when I thought of us, I'm like, well, we edit all of our stuff all the time. Like, yeah. granted, we don't have paparazzi taking our photos and it's like on headlines and stuff saying we're pregnant when we're not. Yeah. But. Oh my God, I can't imagine. That's what she said. She said that she, there was this one photo where her stomach wasn't flat and then there were all all these pregnancy rumors and like so it messed with her so much I'm so she sure. really opened up about that a lot and she said this quote and it stuck with me and I feel like you're gonna love it but she was basically saying how at the time she just you know wasn't taking care of her body basically but she felt like she finally was quote skinny enough to you know just be approved and stuff and she said if you're thin enough then you don't have the ass that everybody wants But if you have enough weight on you to even have an ass, your stomach isn't flat enough. It's all just effing impossible. And I was like, oh, my God. Mm -hmm. Like, that's so it's so crazy even hearing that side, because I 
I don't know. I just really looked up to her for saying something like that. Cause I think if I had heard that a few years ago, that would have helped me so much. Mm-hmm. From so someone much. You look at, well, that's why like you someone like that you think has everything. You're so re- you're relating to her so much because she, that's why she's so big. She's so relatable. Mm-hmm. All the lyrics, like every girl has felt every single thing that she talks about yeah. all the time. But I think I remember when we went to the reputation tour yeah. and it like that, the, dun, dun, yeah. the beginning, she like walked out. You and I both looked at each other. And we're like, she looks good. Yeah. I was like, cause I, I remember, yeah, I remember she thinking, put on weight and she looked happy. She put on some weight from 1989. And again, I know it's a very like controversial thing to like comment on other people's weight and stuff, I think but she, looked she looked so happy and great. And she mm-hmm. even said she, she, in the documentary, she talks about it so openly, which I really look up to her for, but she was saying how she's just happy and she doesn't have to be a size double zero when now she's a six or something and I was just like I love that so much that's amazing so yeah I really loved it I'd love to hear your guys' favorite part of that because I need to finish it you need to finish it it's really good all right I'm gonna do that tonight tell me something how was your week what's the tea what'd you do yesterday was interesting I um opened up my Instagram DMs to find a message from someone that I don't know very well knew through someone Basically, <laughs> basically, I used to hook up with this guy. Mood. Basically, I hooked up with this guy for a little while. And obviously, like, through that, I, like, met some of his friends. All, all seemingly nice nice people for the most part, I feel like. Mm-hmm. But, you know, once I stopped hooking up with this guy, you would think it, it ends there. It did not, Ooh. in case you were wondering. So since then... Every, like, you know, f- it's it's happened with, like, multiple people, which makes me very uncomfortable and also embarrassed for the guy. Yeah. Because I don't think the guy knows, most of all. I'm pretty sure. I hope he wouldn't be. What does he normally hit you up about? Okay, so the friends of this guy. There have been multiple, again, as I said. But it's just, like, random things that, like, I, I, I'm not sure why. Like, one friend has hit me up. You know what? I almost respect this one more because it's just he was straight up like, hey, do you want to like, I know it didn't work out, but like, do you want to hang out sometime? And I was like, hang out. And he's like, yeah, like, I just love some like business help. And I was like, nope. And it's happened like, no, he that- got mad. Do you remember? No, see, I don't remember anything. Uh, friend- OK, guys, here's the thing. <laughs> friend A, friend number one, he hit Rem up and was like, yo, um, can we hang out? And she's like, no, this is weird. I'm not going to hang out with you. I don't even talk to this guy anymore. I was so nice to you. I was like, yeah, so like, you know, things just didn't work out. Yeah, I just trying like to be, be like inappropriate. Also being like, hey, in case you didn't know, maybe he didn't tell you, exactly. but we don't talk anymore. And also you and him were never friends. Like yes. you and the friends were never friends. We, it would be like a, hey, going over to his house, like, hey, you're here too. Cool. Yeah. Okay, see you tomorrow. Yeah, it was never <laughs> like you guys were friends, but this friend number one would always hit her up and be like, hey, like, can we, like, I'd love to get some like business and like from you, blah, 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 blah. And you were like, hi, like, just to let you know, um, we're not talking anymore. So if that changes your mind. <laughs> nope, uh, it didn't change No, it did. If anything, I feel like he made it more like, cool, okay. Anyway, so like business, you know? So then you said, hey, just like, like I don't think that's a good idea, whatever. And he was like, wow, well, I just really, what did he say? I don't remember. I blacked all this out. But what I can tell you is that happened like a year ago. Yeah, but maybe. I do distinctly remember he got mad at you. Well, did he? Yeah, I remember <laughs> he got, well, at least it seemed like it over text because let's be real, text can always change everything. But he was like, well, I just wanted to um, ask some business things by you. Like, wow, sorry, like we a can't. Defensive yeah, thing. he got very upset. And I was just like, well, you literally just said you were trying to like just hang out, hang out to- with your friend's ex hookup. That happened. But I don't know if I ever told you, he hit me up again, like, a 
a month ago maybe or so. Really? Yeah, and I didn't have the number saved, obviously. And so they're like, hey, Remy, just wanted to like check in something, something. And I was like, hey, sorry, who is this? And then they said their name and I just blocked. Oh, like I blocked the phone number. Also, he tried to... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's just a side note. Never what mind. What else happened? Remember he matched with you and like wanted to like... He was, Did he? Yeah. Oh my God, I don't remember any of this. Yeah. Okay, well that was friend A. Friend B. Friend B. There have been so many friends that have come from this one thing that I regret. Like this whole situation is just like, why? I don't understand what's happening. And it's very weird. I always think about it every time I get a new message. Like... I think of like, if you were to do this to me. Oh my God. That's so embarrassing. Like if you had some... Like if... You were trying to get, like, an upper hand from, like, some other guy hooked up with that I don't talk to anymore. It's so weird. But this other guy, another friend, has messaged both you and me Mm -hmm. multiple times. I got a message yesterday with a photo, and I don't—the thing is, I don't open them. I don't respond. I don't don't open it because I don't want him to see I saw it, too, because I feel like that's honestly, like— Also, when you unread— things put unread it still shows when someone someone unread unread it it. so then it just looks it's pointless to have the unread if it says they unread it i think the thing is like i don't have any hard feelings towards any of them i do think this whole situation is like very inappropriate honestly but basically to summarize the situation is some random people who you are not close to (laughs) in any way shape or form maybe you've just said hi to especially when it's through (laughs) someone you used to kind of hook up with like that just makes it more complicated but they basically hit you up and say hey haven't talked to you in a long time will you promote my will you do this t-shirt line do you recommend this any sort of things and i like i don't open but them like, I don't read them so like why like it's it's a little in yeah, well it's incessant back, and I'm confused and I just I, I I don't understand backstory too though it's very common we've been doing YouTube for so long mm-hmm. we've been influencers for a while it's so freaking common to have old friends or not even old friends old classmates that you never talked to hit you up now and say hey like hey girl haven't talked to you in a long time by the way could you promote my new uh, smoothie book da 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 <laughs> um and it's 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 crazy how you you don't expect that when you kind of start doing the influencing world i mean but i mean i think that this is like what triggered me yesterday it was like this is a bigger topic it, i think it's funny that these are dudes like friends of a guy I used to hook up with like, that's hilarious and like it's its own thing and like we don't well, reply also they've hit me up this, they, they, <laughs> they you literally up. have hit me up to be like hey can i get some like advice about merch like where do you do your merch and i'm like wait what, what? Like, <laughs> wait like i'm and you guys know me here's the thing this is what i love about the podcast because we can dive into topics more you know me you know i love teaching people things you know i love the business side of youtube you know i love that so much but i do think that there is just some etiquette when it kind of comes to it of like, at least don't make me feel completely used. I think you know what I mean? Like I love teaching when it's not ex- like when people don't expect it, like they don't think they deserve it from me. They mm-hmm. really respect me and my time. And they're like, Hey, like I'd love to get coffee only if you have time. Like I'd love to pick your brain, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Versus like, Hey, can you promote this and send me a link? Like yeah. one time I had this person from, I literally have never actually physically talked to them in my life. <laughs> okay. They go, Hey, I'm like, hi, what's or they're like, Hey, what's up? Like, how have you been? And I'm like, Hey, good. You. And they're like, awesome. Oh, also, by the way, would you mind promoting my, I forget what it was. They're like, would you my mind promoting? It was something so random. And I was like, what? Like what? 
I, like to me, I was dumbfounded, but I also like, I just want to know what kind of goes through their brain more, but also I, I don't know. It's hard and it's touchy, but I just felt so used in that way of like, oh, you don't even, you're not even trying to ask to like talk to me a little bit. You're just cutting straight to the chase of like, hey, promote it. And then sends me a link like directly afterwards. I think the thing is like for us, it's almost a feeling like I like going back to the content baby content thing. Like I really did try to like help that guy in yeah. any way I could. I was like, if you have anything you want to know. Yeah, like, I feel like even in that episode, we like, we definitely like it was kind of more of a like it ended up just because it was over the course of months it ended up being this very comical story time but like going through it I remember you asking me advice so much because you would genuinely send paragraphs of like advice to him and like try to help him and stuff so we didn't really talk about that that much on that episode I think I was also just a little angsty because it was like closer to that time by the by the nine months that like had passed or however Mm -hmm. long it was you were just we were like just so frustrated and mad about the situation yeah but going through it I remember you genuinely being like I'm trying to help him but like it's just not you know I just I think what's sad is that we we feel a little jaded with anything like this because there have been so many times that we are so nice to people and then get taken advantage of. Like I can't tell you how many times I've gone to coffee or call like FaceTime people or whatever and like help them through how to start a YouTube channel, what they want to do, like talk through all of that. And then it ends with like, oh, so like, do you want to collab? Like, so we give me a shout out at the end. You're like, I just not that it's like no here's the thing it's not if I was to answer like a blunt question of thinking like do I care if people hit me up I would say no I don't mind because I understand and also I feel like I'm someone who would even preach saying hey you it's always a no unless you ask like you might as well try like that's just part of it but I do think that what the line here that we're talking about is you know in the work business world or whatever there's a difference between hitting up other like random people and random brands and businesses versus like people that like you never talked to and now you're trying to act like you were super tight and like hey girl what's up oh my god I miss you I love and I'm like you've never even talked to me I just had a revelation though right now I was thinking like as an influencer if someone comes to me and asks me for something like for a promotion or like to whatever I if it's a friend of course I'll say yes. Exactly. I don't care what too. it is. Of course I like For instance, say yes. like Lexi's swim line. Yes. I love promoting her because I love her so much and she she's like she's killing it. She's doing it. We're friends. Like we were friends before do you know, does that make you sense? You know, the work that she's putting in, you know, like yeah. her morals, you know, everything and about And I believe that. in her product and what she's doing and I want to help support her. Exactly. So I think that's like totally fine. But what I was wondering when you were talking was how these like random people, like I was just reading Alicia, this really funny message that I got from this random girl that I have not spoken to since middle school. She was like, and it's funny because it always starts with, hey girl. Or and hey gorgeous. I literally do not go on Facebook because my like messenger like feed is filled yeah. with like 70 of these messages from all these random people. I don't get 70, but they definitely there come. So many. And like college, sorority girls, whatever it may be. So anyways, this one specific one I was reading was funny though, because she, I have not talked to her since middle school. She's like, hey girl, hope you're doing well. Love keeping up with the YouTube channel. So my husband just wrote a book. Can <laughs> I please send to you for you to review, read, post? And like, it was just that. Really? Yeah, it was just that. I think it's all comes down but, to the wording. But no, 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 no. I, well, I agree. But I think a big thing is like, you almost have no shame when you don't really know the person if I were like asking you to promote something of mine I would first of all I don't ask anyone to collab with me because I I get embarrassed I don't want to like 
be a damper on the person. I don't want to like inconvenience you in any way because you're my friend. Me, like if someone random was just asking me, it's like, what, what do I have to lose? No, I get that. Maybe that's what's happening with this guy's friends. They're like, hey, we have nothing to lose. Exactly. Maybe they're not even so going to see. So then it's like, do you, do you like respect the hustle? Like, is that part of it? It's like, there's two sides to it and everything. I think for me, it really does come down to the way you do it. And I think what happens is when, when people act like we're best friends when we're not, I would mm-hmm. rather than be like, hey, I know we never talked in high school, but I'm doing this new project. Would love for you to try it out. No pressure on posting. Like, I would just love to have your opinion. I think that goes so much further versus like, even when we work with brands, you know, the ones that have 20 million things of tags and lines and things you have to do, it makes it not authentic. Yeah. I would, so, even when I do my PR boxes, like on so many of the cards, I literally wrote like, please no pressure to post. Like, I just want to give this to you. It's a gift. Like, I like leaving it up to them if they want to opposed to being what what you say like something a review comment and post yeah, like it's like review, oh post. now this is work for me opposed to out of the kindness of my heart I think like that ties in like a PR box ties into like a brand trip like brand mm-hmm. trips you have your deliverables of like how many posts a day whatever but they go all out with the room with this with that because you are more inclined to post when you go into a room and it's filled with like decorations and free products and stuff you're like oh my yeah, god versus like a plain room exactly so it's not like they're asking for it it's just like they they already know it's just being smart like a PR box same exactly. thing exactly so rules of etiquette because here's the thing I feel like a lot of you guys are also you know inspire like inspired to be a youtuber or you're like wanting to and all this stuff or influencer and all that or you're also working on brands and projects and you you want to get your name out there and how else do you do that besides just like asking I think the biggest thing is don't expect anyone to actually post but get your name out there for instance even with I'll use her again Lexi I remember she came out with this swim line it's amazing LDL LDLA it's um, so comfortable it's really good and love what she stands for but she just she was like hey I just want to give you a suit literally no pressure blah 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 I remember going on a trip and I grabbed her suit and I was more inclined to grab it because I didn't feel like oh I have to Mm -hmm. I have to post in this ended up wearing it loved it and because I loved it I was like wow I want to help promote this Mm -hmm. so then I ended up posting stories and stuff Mm -hmm. even when brands send stuff just without the expectation I think expectation is so hard when they when you expect people to do x y and z and then they don't do it it like makes you mad at them too because even having old friends from high school hit you up and ask to post and then you kindly say no or say that like hey sorry like I have to ask my manager or like whatever if you're trying to get out of it it's it's weird when they kind of get mad like oh sorry I thought we were friends like thought I could ask you about this I'm like yo I never even talked to you in my life so I think that's the biggest thing for me of just I would rather the honesty of saying hey girl I know we've never talked here's this if you want to try it. Mm -hmm. What else is a a huge, oh, another huge tip I would say, we talk about this a lot at work, at work, (laughs) at my house. (laughs) Sounds like I go to a nine to five. (laughs) At the office. Um, Short-term versus long-term goals. I think a lot of these people think, oh, I'm going to hit her up. She's going to promote it. It's going to go viral. I'm going to make millions. When I'm like, that is such, you're you're seeing it as like, even if I promote you, if your product is not good, it will not do good. Mm -hmm. Just because I have eyes watching doesn't mean I can actually get you a click-through rate of people buying your product. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of these people, even when YouTubers first starting out, they're like, oh, if I could just collab with one big person. I've done plenty of collabs with people who they collab with people with millions. They get a lot of traffic on their but site. people aren't going to stay around They get a watch. lot of subscribers. And then slowly but surely, these subscribers die off because they're not getting what they expected from this channel, whether it's good quality, good personality, whatever. And then the person is more, the actual influencer is more distraught because now 
they're not getting the views that they did. And it's so, it's crazy. Even on a different scale with the James and Tati thing. Mm -hmm. Like she posted that drama video, gained like what, five, four or five million over in a couple days. And then because people were so hyped about the drama and it was like a following thing. And then after that died down, she's gone under 10 million. Mm -hmm. She's still like not, I mean, she's killing it. But like people were staying, clicking through and subscribing for one thing. And when she started going back to makeup videos, they're like, oh wait, the drama's gone. All of it's like this. Prime example. Hold it down. I, (laughs) I've never done this before. Before. Mm. Literally never. Last night, how random. Last night I messaged someone because I saw that they just started a YouTube channel. I'm a big fan of Lana Condor. I think she's just so cute. I love the movies and I just feel like we'd we'd be good friends. I I feel like she, me, and Chloe Kim would be like a good trio of (laughs) Asian girls. So I saw she started a YouTube channel and I like watched her video and I like loved it. She did a makeup tutorial and I'm like never like this, but I messaged her on Instagram and I just said, Lana, I don't know if you'll ever see this, but I just saw your channel and I loved your makeup tutorial. If you ever want to film a mukbang collab and eat some pasta and sushi, let me know. Like super chill. I love that. She, honest to God, probably won't see it. I told my publicist mm-hmm. and then he was like, oh my gosh, I know her lawyer. I know these people. And I was like, I, I, I would rather just do it that way and have it be more organic. And like, if she wants to, and she sees it cool, if not, like I'm just a fan and I just think she's cool. And I think we'd be good friends. But I think like having that common ground of like why I messaged her, whether yeah. she is a celebrity or not, like, I just think she's cool. And like, I think we'd make a really fun video And what's together. crazy is you can, from the influencer side, like if I got a message like that, I would want to hang out with you because it's obvious you're not so like, oh Wanting- my God, you're you're popping right now. Oh my God, you know Noah, whoever, like bubble, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're not just trying to get to her for something else. Yeah. It's very like, hey, what up girl? I like- just think you're cool. Want to eat some pasta? Like that's all I want. Yeah. And like also I saw she was like making a channel. I was like, well, that'd be great for her to like yeah. do a collab. Like, I don't know. Yeah. But I've like never done that before. But I, I hope that is like the right way to go about it. Yeah. But that was just, I was sitting at home. I was like, I'm going to message her. Exactly. I think just those long-term the long-term gains, like people don't understand how slow and steady is so much better than a quick viral moment. Mm -hmm. Like even when I first started my channel, all of these girls were just going viral overnight and they would have a video hit 2 million of how to curl your hair. And my views were never there. Mm -hmm. And what's crazy is looking back and granted there are a ton of million other factors involved because I never had that viral moment. Like my my growth has just been slow and steady. And most of those girls who had their like one video that went viral, like Mm -hmm. they don't do it anymore or they're like confused and stressed out with their channel or making videos being like, I don't know what I did wrong Mm -hmm. where there's just so much more that goes into it. So I think it's smart if you do have a brand or business or something to really think about you know, do you want people to find you because like, oh, they only got big because so-and-so promoted them? Or do you want people to find you and say, oh, there's this brand who's like so good and their product is actually amazing or their channel's amazing. You know what I mean? Like, I think, I don't know. I think there's just so much that goes into it, but we've all had our plenty. It's it's a funny thing. I think when a group of influencers are together, this is a combo that comes up a lot of like, oh my God, this person from middle school or elementary school like hit me up. Talk about the jewelry thing, please. Oh my God. And there was this one girl. Oh my God. There's this one girl who literally like, like it's not that she was like the mean girl in high school for me because we never really had that like one like really, really mean girl. But she was definitely someone who like I did not vibe with and I felt like she never would even look at me or like talk to me. And then recently she, not recently, this was like last year, but she... She hit me up and was just like, hi, girl. Was it girl. through Facebook? It was through Instagram DMs. And I don't even know I how I... Facebook. It, Facebook's good. Facebook's <laughs> good. Um, she was like, oh my God, hey, girl, like, how are you? I miss you. And I was like, 
what? Like, you miss me? <laughs> so what do you miss like, about me? You like, what? And then she's like, well, I just wanted to, like, hit you up because I started a jewelry line and I'd love for you to promote it. Like, maybe you could put it in a video. Like, here's my info. I'll make you, like, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, dang. I think a big thing from that, too, is, and I've learned this throughout the years, because I had I gotten that message back when I started YouTube, I'd be like, yeah, send yeah. it over. I think, first of all, being jaded and getting kind of wronged a few times is definitely added to this. But also, I think I've learned that we are a business also. And like, this is our job. And as much as like, again, I want to help out friends. If I don't know you, then technically... It's like it's like a work transactional. It's just hard when you're like, do you only see me as a money trans transaction sign? Like, are you like, is that the point of this? Like, do you actually want to meet up with me and have coffee? And I think that's what's hard because you always, anytime you start getting a following, you always have people who you never used to talk to like come back in around, just be like, hey, like, what's up? And mm -hmm. you're like, are you literally only talking to me for this reason, or do you genuinely? want to talk to me that goes into like anything though like with dating or like do you want to date me or do you want followers yeah. like that's such a com it's a common thing with all this yeah kind of stuff. so that's definitely a struggle another tip is I, I definitely think Instagram is actually one of the best ways to reach out like I don't have a I have a LinkedIn I never check it yeah. like I think especially on the influencer world like the managers and producers have LinkedIn but we really don't like mm -hmm. Instagram is our portfolio it's you know, even now with the email way you can go about that, like that's just it's kind of like the best way to hit someone up. And also I I go through my message requests like I see that stuff. Me too. I think a lot of people think YouTubers won't see things. And granted, there's I'm sure obviously if I haven't seen it, I don't know what's there. So I'm sure there's been like 80 percent of things I don't see. But I definitely go through and reach out and like we'll look through things. And I've actually had a lot of brand deals come that way, too, because mm. a brand will be like, hey, like, can we like da da da? da can we send you this? Obviously, manager. there's the yeah. verified stuff also. But clearly everyone is not verified. But even like, I don't know, it's it's funny what influencers see versus what you think they don't see. Oh, I see every tweet for some reason, even when I don't want to see Twitter's them. Twitter's hard because you can't delete one from your I mentions. Know, so if you get that. like, if you get hate in a mentions tab, even if you're verified, you can't delete it. So it, it'll be there for a while, like staring you in the face of like, yeah, Twitter, you're a blank and blank. Twitter makes me sad. But I, I love Instagram DMs because it is such an easy way to communicate with anybody like I love when other youtubers are doing like hey I'm like trying other youtubers yeah. like Starbucks drinks for the weeks can you just like send me whatever drink you like like it's, it's yeah. such an easy way to communicate whether it's like like that's an easy way I think by still making your own content and not like quote-unquote like using someone also what's cool about Instagram is it's so easily attached to their profile page so before even if a brand does hit me up I'll go to their page I'll look at it and if it looks like they know what they're doing I'm like hey they have they they clearly like believe in their product they cle clearly know what they're doing so it's an easy way you know if they were asking me to like do a collab for instance right and I go to their page and all their photos are like such bad quality and da -da -da, like I'm, I'm like ooh, I don't know it like there's I don't know it, it is like a portfolio now yeah, yeah totally. I'm so much less inclined so I think it is cool I think a lot of people underestimate wh where they want to be versus where they are now because even if you have goals and dreams and aspirations for your year I don't know that. I don't know what those are by looking at your page. So I think a lot of people are so in the future and be like, oh, I want to do this. I want to do this instead of like, okay, even though I want to do that, what does it look like I am right now? Like, where am I actually standing right now? I think even with my own channel, there's so many times where I'm like, oh, we're doing big things. We're doing big things. And I'm like, Alicia, stop. Physically look at your channel as if you've never seen it before. Are you happy with that? Mm -hmm. And in my head, I'm like, no, but, but, but things are coming. And I'm like, no. Mm -hmm. change it mm -hmm. fix it like if you don't like your banner your thumbnails your profile like 
also little things like that. Like, I don't know when it comes to branding, I think of all that stuff too. It's like, you need to have a good profile pic. You need to have like, you don't have to have a, a perfect aesthetic on Instagram. Cause that's not even much a of a thing, thing as much anymore, but it just needs to look cohesive. Like you, t- you care. Mm-hmm. I think that's a huge thing. I agree. Okay. So to any young entrepreneur, YouTuber, whatever it is that you want to do, what's one piece of advice you would give them? I, I think I would really bring it back to the really focus on the long-term goals. And is this something that you love? then go for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if you're really just being like, oh, like, let me come out with this jewelry line so I can make millions of dollars and I'll hit up people just so they promote it. Like that's, you're doing it for the wrong reasons. And I'm telling you, it will not work. I agree. I think, yeah, don't, don't, don't hit up your, uh, your best friend's ex hookup <laughs> for business advice. When I like, that's just so weird to me. I think be, be smart, genuine. be, be genuine. genuine. I think so. Yeah. I think know what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And I think I, a big thing I also, also always say is just be consistent. Be and consistent. I think also think about if you were to reach out to Kylie Jenner and she were to give you a shout out overnight, think about the pressure that that would put on you moving forward. I after was that. just about to add that same exact thing. I remember in one part of my quote career thinking, oh, I just need to reach out to every brand and every brand and every brand. And then I had the moment, I think it was after I got like a manager and I realized some of these brands that I thought were unattainable, Mm -hmm. like someone like Starbucks. Mm -hmm. Now it's actually easier for me to be able to have them look at my channel and my page. Am I ready for them to come look at my page? Mm. Like it's so easy to be like, oh, I want to work with Disney or I want to do this. It's so weird how that's actually so much more doable than you think. And it's like if you had today your dream collab or your dream brand across from you at a table, are you ready to present all of your work to them and say, hey, here's my brand. I would love to work with you. And mm-hmm. if you can look at that and be like, actually, no, don't look at this part. I, I need to change this. Like the, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. I think at any moment, be ready to be proud of your work and to show it. And I think a lot of people just get so excited about the future that they forget that there's a lot of work that goes into it. And it's like, hey, don't just talk about updating your LinkedIn profile pic, like update it and then reach out to your brands or whoever you want to work with. Yeah. And if you, this is another, sorry, (laughs) I'm going off. (laughs) She's popping up. Another thing that's frustrating is I think a lot of people really do think you have to have thousands and thousands of dollars. Like you don't like, oh my gosh, iPhone cameras, amazing. And they, they get very overwhelmed with, well, I don't have a studio, so I can't record a podcast. I know plenty of people who have very successful podcasts who work out of their closet. They put a a blanket over their head Mm -hmm. to make the audio sound better. It's like, Mm -hmm. do what you have to do. And if you can do that, you will be so much more proud of your work instead of just expecting, well, that's not fair. They have a studio. Yeah. But when we started, we didn't have a studio, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, obviously we did with our podcast, but (laughs) with our YouTube channels, I don't know. So I think that's something that I always try to motivate people of like, it's okay. You don't have that. Make it work. Like, what do you have? Mm -hmm. I think there's no stronger sense of pride than being able to build something from the ground up for yourself. Yeah. And I know both of us can say we're so proud of everything we've built, especially because we've never had a big shout out or anything like that. Like everything we have is because of the hard work that we've put in for ourselves. And I think I also, I'm sure you feel the same way. When you have a brand that you've loved so, so, so much Mm -hmm. your entire life come to you and choose you out to work with that. Honestly, I still have a hard time wrapping my brain around that idea of like someone like Gillette or something Mm -hmm. like that, like picking you of the whole internet to do something. And that's because of the hard work that I put in myself. Exactly. And it's so weird how it comes across when you're proud of your own work and your own projects and 
your brand, your product, whatever. Mm-hmm. Even the other day, really quick, I was at a panel and this girl came up to me to talk to me afterwards. So she was just obvious. It's usually like, hi, I'd love to introduce myself, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And halfway through, I'm looking at her and I could tell how passionate she was. That's what made me keep listening more than the fact that she did like facialist and, and injections. That's what yeah. like she did. But I was just, I could tell her eagerness and that's what kept me talking to her for 30 minutes. Do you know oh, what I mean? Yeah. Like versus what the product was or what, oh, this is what we're doing different or this is who I know. Just seeing her excited is what made me sit and talk to her and give her more advice. So I think I think you'd be surprised how much that passion and like when you're proud of something really comes through. So I think that would just be some advice. I'm trying to think of more stuff. But. I think if you don't believe in yourself and your own work, then how do you expect anybody else to believe in what you're doing? Oh my God. I say it all the time. If you can't sit through your own YouTube video, no one else is going to sit and watch it when you've worked so hard on it. And it's the same (laughs) exact thing with like, oops. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's so true. It's like, if you've worked for hours on something, even when you're giving a presentation, if you can barely get through it, like who do you think is going to listen to you? You have to be passionate about it all. No, but yeah, I say that all the time. You know, if you've worked for hours on a video, you better love it or you, don't upload you it. You better be able to at least out. sit through it. You know, if it's 20 minutes and in two minutes in, you're like, I'm out. I'm it's out. Like, yeah. <laughs> Toss you know it in the trash. But anyways. Maybe next week. Thank you guys so much for listening. I really hope that this helps some people out. Obviously, we're really not trying to just make it sound like we're annoyed that people hit us up. I do think that there is a right and wrong way to go about it. Mm-hmm. And we would love to talk about this more. If you guys have more specific questions, even if you have a brand or something that you're working on, send us like advice on Twitter or Instagram or anything like that. Because we'd love to kind of dive into more advice for you guys and like specific situations Mm -hmm. um because you know i think we know a few things and hopefully we'd love to help maybe we can help you out but i hope you guys enjoyed the episode be sure to listen to us on apple Podcasts, spotify google play wherever you're listening rate comment subscribe and uh, check out our youtube channel our instagram also challenge for you the weekly challenge. Ooh, Ooh, weekly challenge. Should we make this a thing? I would love to see you guys text a friend. Speaking of using people. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to use Speaking you. Of using people. We'd love more, more, for more people to listen to our podcast. So you should just text this link. Send this to <laughs> your ex-hookup's best friend. With no context. <laughs> With no context. We'll screenshot a bunch. We'll post them up on like Twitter, yeah. on the Instagram. <laughs> That's Sc- so sc- Screenshot you sending it and then send it to us and we'll, we'll repost. <laughs> Oh my god. This was the perfect episode for me to bring that up. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, actually. Okay, whatever. Anyways, love you guys. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.